Hello, hello, and welcome back to another mini episode of Fluently Forward. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I've been learning how to make uh, old fashions, so I'm sipping on one, and I thought now is the time to do the episode I wanted to do about Bill Gates and Jeffrey Epstein. You can't make this stuff up. My internet history searches have been really weird lately. It's just like, girl, dress up game, treehouse fairy, and then it's like, Bill Gates, Jeffrey Epstein Island, Venezuela, we're going to get into it. But what I wanted to talk about particularly is Melinda Gates and Bill Gates when it comes to Jeffrey Epstein. And basically, Melinda Gates has been the one to kind of blow up Bill Gates's cover when it comes to his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. People have kind of, there have been rumors And, you know, about 2018, obviously, this is when uh, Melinda Gates kind of started talking about the relationship between Bill Gates and Jeffrey Epstein. But even before then, there was inklings of what was going on between these two, and Bill Gates would always try to squash it. And Melinda Gates has basically been the one to say, hi, one of the reasons we're getting divorced is because my husband was friends or he had a relationship with Jeffrey Epstein, and it made me uncomfortable. I didn't like that. And what's really fascinating to me is that there is such a, what would you call it? I don't want to call it like a trend, a habit, a horrible, bad habit, um, a tradition. I don't know. Something that we do in society is we always love to blame women for dangerous men's actions. And I'm seeing this happen I mean, I could, if I wanted to, I could sit here right now and I could list to you a hundred different ways that it's happened. But when Melinda Gates has been talking about Jeffrey Epstein, people say, well, bitch, why didn't you do something about it? If you're going to say that Bill Gates, you know, was hanging out with him, you probably knew what Jeffrey Epstein was up to. Why didn't you do something? And it's like, okay, trust me, like I'm huge on the Epstein case and I want everyone to suffer but there's Jeffrey Epstein and then there's Bill Gates and then there's Melinda Gates who met him once. And if just, you could take all of the grief that you're giving to Melinda Gates and instead maybe give it to the billionaire pedophile, maybe just an idea. I think that would be great, but it's really fascinating how people can pin the blame on women so quickly. And another trending kind of of the moment topic, the Murdoch murders. I don't know if anybody else watched the Murdoch Netflix documentary, but Paul, who accidentally killed a woman named Mallory and then ended up being shot by his father. I can't get into it. You either know it or you don't. You either know it or you don't. Um, I was seeing a bunch of people in YouTube comments saying, oh my God, Paul's girlfriend knew that he was an evil psychopath and she stayed with him. What? For the money? To sell him out for a Netflix show? How rude. Okay. Okay. But her boyfriend did kill someone. Like he killed someone and her giant crime is that she stayed with him. We see this all the time. We see it with, um, this tangent will end soon, trust me, but we see it with, I remember Alison Brie being questioned about James Franco. And it's like, you should be questioning James Franco. Number two should be his goddamn brother, Dave Franco, and then maybe number 17 should be his brother's wife, but you are asking Alison Brie to atone for James Franco's crimes. Another great example of this was Jada Smith. 
Did she go on stage? No. Did she slap Chris Rock? No. She sat there and there were about a million and a half think pieces about how Jada was responsible for what happened. So we see this time and time again. So yes, we are going to dive a little bit into what Melinda Gates has said about Bill and Epstein. And then what was their relationship actually like? Which by the way, at this point, if you haven't had a relationship with Jeffrey Epstein, you're a fucking loser. That's basically what it comes to down. Ask your mom, ask your landlord, ask your dentist, even sit down and look in the mirror and ask yourself, were you ever friends with Jeffrey Epstein? Because every year, more and more people, it comes out of the woodwork. It's like, they were all friends with Jeffrey Epstein. Good God. Honestly, I bet there's some billionaires right now that feel like they're back in middle school. They're like, I can't believe it. Like I never got invited to the island. so fucked up. Okay. So let's get into what happened because it was precisely a year ago in March, 2022 that Gail King interviewed Melinda Gates. Are we still calling her Melinda Gates if they're divorcing? Whatever. That's how people know her. We'll just call her Melinda Gates. And Melinda Gates said on an interview in CBS this morning that it was not one thing, but many things that led to her and Bill's divorce. And this is what she said about Epstein. Quote, I did not like that he had meetings with Jeffrey Epstein. No, I made that clear to him. She added that she met with the convicted sex trafficker, quote, exactly one time because she, quote, wanted to see who this man was. And then she says, I regretted it the second I walked in the door. He was abhorrent. He was evil personified. My heart breaks for these women. And I will say, I will say, out of every person who's spoken out about Jeffrey Epstein, because I've probably listened to about 99% of everyone who's ever made a comment about their time with Jeffrey Epstein, her including the sentence, my heart breaks for these women, she's one of the only people to do that. Nobody, Elon Musk, photobombed with Ghislaine Maxwell. We got the real housewives of New York who are involved in the Jeffrey Epstein scandal. We've got Donald Trump. We've got Bill Clinton. We've got a bunch of fucking scientists. We've got people at MIT. And none of them ever say, my heart breaks for these women. What happened is awful. Hey, not to quote Mulan, but let's get down to business to find out what the fuck was going on. I think it would, I don't know why any, nobody says that too. Really blows my mind. Now I'm like taking it back. I'm like, all these people are freaks. Anyway, following up on that interview where Melinda Gates basically said, I met with Jeffrey Epstein, he, he was awful. They got a statement from Bill Gates and he said, quote, Meeting with Epstein was a mistake that I regret deeply. It was a substantial error in judgment. And pay attention to what this guy says. Meeting with Epstein. Time and time again, Bill Gates tries to play it off like it was just one dinner he had with Epstein, and that is not the case. We're going to get into it. Do your financial goals feel out of reach because they don't have to be? With Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can start building credit with your own money through on-time payments and small everyday purchases like groceries, streaming, and gas. Members will see an increase of 30 points to their credit scores on average. Chime reports your payments to all major credit bureaus to help you build credit over time. All of this with no annual fees, large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. Start making your financial dreams a reality with Chime. Signing up only takes two minutes and it doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at chime.com slash fluently. That's chime.com slash fluently. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank. 
not pursuant to a license from Visa USA Chime credit checking account, and $200 qualifying direct deposit is required to apply for the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Based on a study conducted by Experian, Credit Builder members observed an average of 30-point FICO score 8 increase after 8 months with regular on-time payments. Results may vary. See Chime.com for details. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply, except at MoneyPass ATMs in a 7-Eleven or any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. So that was Bill Gates's statement to CBS. Other times Bill Gates has been asked about Epstein. He really gets his bitch on. Like he really does. In one interview, he was asked about Epstein and he said, well, he's dead now. Is there a lesson for you, for anyone else looking, looking at this? Well, he's dead, so... Anyway, so that was weird. And then recently, too, he was asked, quote, if he regrets the relationship he maintained with Epstein. And he says, quote, you're going back way back in time. So yes, for the hundredth time, I shouldn't have had dinner with him. He did not have dinner with him. He had relationship with him. And we're going to get into that as well. He was also asked if he knew about Epstein's way of sexually compromising people. And he said no. And I also doubt that because we're going to get into the New York Times report uh, and what they found out. And basically, it, if you read in between the lines, Bill Gates knew what was going on with Jeffrey Epstein. Furthermore, every single person who hung out with Jeffrey Epstein knew what was going on with Jeffrey Epstein. The thing that makes me want to pull my hair out the most is that Katie Couric, in her memoir, listened to her episode on Celebrity Memoir Book Club's podcast, she said that she once went to a party at Jeffrey Epstein's place. And it was crazy because, you know, at the time there were like these young girls and like teenagers there. And she was like, kind of weird, whatever. And then it wasn't until he got arrested that she was like, oh my God, wait, I remember there were young girls at that party. Katie, goddamn, Couric. Are you not an investigative journalist? Are you not a reporter? Are you not someone with skills of observation, picking up on clues, interviewing people, figuring out what's going on behind a surface? It's honestly disgusting. Like that made me, I kind of had respect for Katie Couric because she has the same haircut as my mom and they kind of look similar. But after that, never again. Goodbye, Katie Couric. Anyway, so this once again just goes back to like every single, if Katie Couric went into his house once and kind of knew what was going on, Bill Gates definitely knew what was going on, and we're going to get into his emails later on. So what was the relationship between Bill and Jeff? So he's flown on Epstein's plane at least once, and he's visited his house multiple times. This started back in 2011. They first met in New York City in 2011. And yes, Jeffrey Epstein was already a convicted sex offender at this point. Anyone who hung out with Jeffrey Epstein after the years of 2008, in my book, Dirty Rotten Scandalous Bastard, you knew what was up, you had access to Google, I knew what was going on, how are you going to tell me that you didn't? And furthermore, I don't know why I'm working myself into such a tizzy, like I'm sure everyone listening is like, we're already on your side, please God. But Bill Gates does not just, he's not like on Bumble BFF. Do you know what I'm talking about? Every single person that Bill Gates meets with, he is a billionaire. I'm sure that they have an entire glossary, index, pages, pages, background checks done on all of these people. And you're telling me that you didn't know in 2011 that you were meeting with someone who was convicted and in jail for being a sex offender of children. 
in 2008 in Florida. So already off to the bat, he should have known and he should have not been doing it. So these reporters need to be like grilling him harder. So yes, that was their first meeting in 2011. He stayed late at Jeffrey Epstein's apartment and he wasn't there alone. Also at that meeting at Jeffrey Epstein's huge mansion on the Upper East Side was Bill Gates, Jeffrey Epstein, a former girlfriend of Jeffrey Epstein, and her 15-year-old daughter. And if you know anything about Jeffrey Epstein, the ages 14 to 16 should make you really, really wary because that's the ages that the majority of his victims are when they were abused. Now, after that very first meeting with Jeffrey Epstein, Bill Gates goes home and he writes an email to a colleague later on. Actually, it wasn't that night. I was, I was saying that for a dramatic effect. Let's be truthful. It was later that year. And he was talking about Jeffrey Epstein and he said, quote, Epstein's lifestyle is very different and kind of intriguing, although it would not work for me. What about his lifestyle is very different and kind of intriguing? I could understand if you hang out with someone who's vegan or does CrossFit, you might say their lifestyle is very different. What makes it kind of intriguing? What about Jeffrey Epstein is kind of intriguing. Now, do you want to know what a spokeswoman for Bill Gates said was kind of intriguing? She said that Bill Gates's email that referred to Jeffrey Epstein's different and kind of intriguing lifestyle was referring to his decor, the decor in his apartment, and that he had a spontaneous way of inviting acquaintances to meet his guests. So apparently if, if you have art on your walls and you say, oh, by the way, my friend's going to swing by over, that's a lifestyle that's very different and kind of intriguing. I think not, like, right? Like, do you really think we're that stupid? I will say, fun little bit of insider tea from me, my therapist who used to live in Manhattan, the best therapist in the world, I have like a flaming crush on her. I can't see her that often because I am in love with her. She's I'm not going to go into it, but she's glamorous and magnificent and just like worldly and wonderful. Anyway, back in the day, her and a girlfriend were starting up a magazine and Jeffrey Epstein wanted to back and fund the magazine. I feel like I've told this, I feel like I told the story on the long Jeffrey Epstein podcast we did way back in the day, which check that out if you haven't already. But I remember she told me it was actually, I was in her office and I was like sobbing over a breakup. And I was like, I cannot think about anything other than my ex. Like he's the only thing I can think about. The only times I don't think about him is when I'm looking up the Jeffrey Epstein case. Don't, okay. Don't say anything. I was already in therapy. Okay. So she took care of it <laughs> anyway. And my therapist looked at me and she went, I actually have a Jeffrey Epstein story for you. And immediately I forgot about my ex and I was like, you have to tell me what's going on. And she told me about how her and this girlfriend were trying to get funding for a magazine and they went to Jeffrey Epstein's apartment. And when I say apartment, it's a mansion, mansion. We talk about this more in the episode anyway. And she said that the main thing that stuck out to her is first of all, there were no stairs. It was just an elevator. So you really felt trapped when you were on a floor because the elevator was the only way that you could leave at least you know, like available to guests. And she said that there was a huge Picasso hanging up in like the living room and that her and the girlfriend were like talking about the magazine and Jeffrey Epstein kept like circling around them like a fucking shark. And she just kept staring at the Picasso and being like, what the fuck did we get ourselves into? She said she couldn't wait to get out of there with her friend. It's giving very much what Melinda Gates said. 
So anyway, was Bill Gates talking about the Picasso? I don't think so. I don't think so. We all knew what he was talking about in that email. Let's continue. So yes, they met in 2011. They also met again in 2013. And this time they were joined by Melinda Gates. This was once again at Jeffrey Epstein's mansion. And then this was the moment where Melinda told Bill that she was uncomfortable with Epstein. She doesn't want him to have a relationship with this man, et cetera, et cetera. Then Bill Gates also flew later on that year in 2013 with Jeffrey Epstein on his private jet from New Jersey to Florida. Then in 2014, Bill Gates donated $2 million to MIT's Media Lab, and that was a donation that Epstein facilitated because Epstein was this money guy for all of these billionaires. He was handling huge, vast amounts of money. Epstein was also obsessed with MIT. He was obsessed with Harvard. I know a lot of people who are just like new to the Epstein case or only like read about it on, I don't know, fucking TikTok or something. They're like, oh my God, the black book, Beyonce's in it and Oprah's in it and Jay-Z's in it. But if you actually look at people who did go to this island and who were friends with Jeffrey Epstein and who were allegedly abusing the fuck out of these kids, it's a lot of creepy old scientists and professors and academics because Jeffrey Epstein was also obsessed with like spreading his seed and creating like an entire um, generation of like his own children. It's I sound like a nutter. It's just an episode for another time because if I got into it, it would be way too long. But that's just to say, it's not Beyonce going to the island. So stop reading that stuff. You're on a QAnon website if you see that. If you see the name of somebody that you don't even recognize, but they were like an executive in the science, I don't know, board department at some like university, that you're getting warmer. That's usually who it is. Ritual vitamins. For the last couple of months, I have had two habits. One of them is taking ritual vitamins. And then the other habit is telling everyone who will speak to me about ritual vitamins because I have been so obsessed with taking these vitamins, mainly for two reasons. One, they look cool, okay? They look so cool. I've never seen a cooler looking vitamin. And they also have a minty, fresh taste. I don't know why everyone is not doing this because you feel so invigorated and clean and energetic and minty fresh when you taste them. So I am always taking my ritual vitamins. I brought them down for Christmas. Everyone in the family took it and they all said the same thing. I love that minty fresh taste. Now, what is the ritual multivitamin for women? It is a clinically backed vitamin for women 18 plus. It's got high quality, traceable key ingredients in clean, bioavailable, forms. You take two capsules per day and it has nine key nutrients in them and such a cool looking like beadlet in oil type of pill. It's so fun to take them. So no more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. So you can visit ritual.com slash fluently to start ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. Anyway, so then later on in 2014, Epstein apparently was like lamenting to a friend that Bill had cut off communication with him and like didn't want to be his friend anymore. So sad. So yeah, from 2011 to 2014, Bill Gates, Jeffrey Epstein were in contact. They had a relationship. It's not one dinner. 
Bill Gates is such a swarmy little fucking liar. Anyway. And what I find really crazy too is like I said before, it's after 2008. So every single time that you flew in his plane, you had dinner with him, you introduced him to his, uh, your wife, you were attending different meetings together, you were talking about donating money to MIT, he had already been a sex offender. Do you know what I do as just like a regular person who shops at TJ Maxx and what else do I do? I don't know, try to remember my Neopets password. I pay $30 a month for a background checker service. So then that way, if I ever go out on a date with someone or if I ever like am meeting someone and I just like get a bad vibe, I can see if they've committed a crime. And I do this for my friends. And let me tell you, sometimes they have, okay? That's what I do. And I am self-employed and on a catastrophic insurance plan. Bill Gates is a billionaire, and you're telling me that he didn't know that Jeffrey Epstein was a sex offender. It just, it makes you want to like squeeze someone until they pop. Anyway, we do have different blind items about Bill Gates and Jeffrey Epstein. There are some interesting ones that I want to call out. This was an interesting one, basically saying, the wealthy farmer, Bill Gates, took a break for a few years in trying to bribe his way into a Nobel Prize after it was discovered a couple of years ago that he tried to buy one with the influence of the billionaire pedophile and his contacts with Nordic countries, the farmer had backed off. He is back on again, though. So this blind item alleges that one of the reasons they were in contact together was that Bill thought that Jeffrey could get him a Nobel Prize. Interesting. Now, this is a blind item about the Melinda Gates of the whole situation. It says, just meeting with the billionaire pedophile wouldn't have been enough. It was what the now ex of the wealthy farmer discovered about those meetings that caused the divorce. And I'm guessing it wasn't the Nobel Peace Prize, okay? I'm guessing it had something to do with children, young women. There's another blind item about Sarah Kellen. She was one of the women who would procure other women for Jeffrey Epstein and his like evil friends. And Sarah Kellen, last name is K-E-L-L-E-N. Look it up if you want to go on a rabbit hole. It's very interesting. She got married, so her last name was changed after the Epstein scandal. And then she also dyed her hair from blonde to brown. Like this bitch is trying to be in hiding, but she could be an entire episode in herself. So let me know if you're interested in a Sarah Kellen episode we could maybe do that one day. Now, this is fascinating too, because Melinda, I think is, let's be honest, she's doing maybe a little bit of like a, a hero edit, basically saying like, oh, one of the reasons we got divorced was like, well, also like I thought Jeffrey Epstein was bad and other things. And I will say, I'm not gonna blame Melinda at all for Bill Gates's actions or Jeffrey Epstein's actions, but it is a little bit of an eye roll because bitch, you guys met in 2013. And then you filed for divorce, right, in like 2018. So like you were disgusted by Jeffrey Epstein, but you just sat on it for five years. Like, let's be honest, that's not the cause of your divorce. This blind item talks about what the cause of the divorce was. I was kind of hoping that the split was because everyone in the family was disgusted that he was hanging out with the convicted pedophile. It turns out that the rich guy, Bill Gates, had at least one baby with his girlfriend. There might also be a second from a few years back with another woman. Mm. Bill Gates is, there's so many different Bill Gates, like cheating. We could do a Bill Gates entire episode one of these days if you want it. Let me know. Now, these are some interesting ones too. There was a blind item that says, new records show that the wealthy farmer and the billionaire pedophile made at least two trips together to Brazil. The age of consent in Brazil is 14. Is it really? Good God. 
Anyway, I did some Googling around Jeffrey Epstein, Bill Gates, Brazil. I typed in different city names. I couldn't find anything. So that could just be a fluff rumor, or I don't know if you're an investigative journalist, ask around because I haven't seen anything about the two of them in Brazil. And this last blind item about the three of them is this billionaire that everyone knows continues to keep pouring money into media companies and many millions more to PR companies just so that there is a very tight lid on exploring other connections that he had with the billionaire pedophile. Oh, like the time that they left a party together in Santa Barbara and went to a house in Montecito where some models were waiting. And once again, I tried typing in Santa Barbara, Montecito, Bill Gates, Jeffrey Epstein. Nothing came up, but if anyone knows anything, let me know because we've got some like location names and I am sure as fuck I would bet my, I don't want to say life because all of a sudden before you know it, there's a knock on the door. I would bet $2,000, like I said. <laughs> TJ Maxx girl over here, I would bet $2,000, right? That's like a significant amount that there was more going on with Bill Gates and Jeffrey Epstein than just a couple of dinners. So we'll see what happens with this. And let me know if you're interested in a Bill Gates entire episode. There was some fascinating stuff found here. Not only how he gets his bitch on whenever people ask him about Epstein, it's just like, so weird. Or the fact that he's allegedly been cheating on Melinda throughout their marriage. But one of the fascinating things is that in his marriage, like clause or prenup or whatever, it said that he got to go on a vacation once a year with one of his ex-girlfriends, Anne Winblad or Winblade. And what was really fascinating was like, I'm a creep. So I was looking up their vacation home. It was somewhere in like North Carolina, I want to say. And it was not a mansion. It was just like some kind of rundown Airbnb looking situation. And it's fascinating to think that once a year, Bill Gates would go to this like beach house with his ex-girlfriend and like hook up. And that was like part of his, I don't know, marriage to each their own. But you hung out with Jeffrey Epstein. So Never mind, motherfucker. Let me know what you think about Melinda Gates, Bill Gates, Jeffrey Epstein. Do you think Bill Gates is lying? Do you think he's telling the truth? If you think that he's telling the truth, what are you? how did you even make it to the end of this? But I am still curious to hear your thoughts. And hopefully Melinda keeps those lips loose and we hear a little bit more about what happened. Maybe something in Brazil. Maybe something in Santa Barbara. So that is it for today. And I will see you on Monday for a full episode of Fluently Forward. Bye, guys.